Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um First dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon. And the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows, but also bonus episodes each month. But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law-splain. I might read a book. (laughs) This is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Uh, what is today? Today, uh, today is, is Thursday. What it's is Thursday today? Is today. Uh, <laughs> did you not sing that song in pre-K? <laughs> I did not. I, I, I was what is today? Today is Thursday. Bus. What is today? I knew you were kidnapped. That You did not go to school in pre-K. You were still in the basement. I was. I, no, I was tortured at very best, and they made me stay in my wet swimsuit, and I couldn't even go into the computer lab. That's <laughs> because you guys wouldn't be still. <laughs> That's what that was. They wouldn't not let me go in the computer lab. Bad. You were bad. You probably would break well, some shit. I did get my color changed three times <laughs> in kindergarten. But that's just because I talked. I still get in trouble to this day for talking. <laughs> but it's at workout. Oh, you're one of those. Oh, I'm the most. I don't know. I think that they miss me when I'm gone. They probably are very thankful. (laughs) And she did kick me out of the class once, but I did not leave. 
She was just joking. Oh, yeah, y'all. This is Bloody Happy Hour. Oh, by the way, here we are. Bloody Happy Hour. And um, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. We're, we're having beverages. I'm having a, the drink of the episode, which is vodka. Oh. Because we are going to Russia, and we're going to be talking about some vodka. Are we? Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm having a ranch water. I know. Spicy but mango. I might, actually, I might want one of those. Oh, I'm not that one. It's empty. I know, but I'm like... Those it's the same so one. So good. Then, okay. This is these are Going like back to my hood store. Ranchoria La Gloria. <laughs> Wait, Rancho La, La Gloria. Gloria. Yep. No, another way. sign taking over. <laughs> this it's, is another sign of the Roman Empire, guys. <laughs> it's if you was that on the quickie or is that on the Patreon episode? Patreon. Okay, if you do not, if y'all aren't on Patreon. <laughs> That was like probably the best episode. <laughs> oh yeah, good episode. Subscribe. We talked about the Roman Empire. We talked about yellow people. We talked about oh, um, it's crazy. There was a lot of stuff that was happening. Yeah, and you should listen to it because yeah, we even gave some some things on Dirty Chad. And oh, we gave some teasers. <clears throat> um, but basically, we said give. We met with somebody that was deep into Dirty Chad, and we're about to record episode, and Caroline had to revisit some of those memories last night because we met with that person. So she said that she was exhausted last night after. Exhausted. I kind of was too, um, Just and I didn't even go through it. But give us grace because it was so much and we don't want to rush and put it out obviously because we've been talking about it for four years but um you know caroline's brain and it's in there it's very hard to get that shit out and get it on paper in an organized way so that's the key organized pray for her brain but pray for me as i'm trying to get it out pray more for paper get it out it's just gonna take a lot more of her to and I say, sort through my brain. I work with kids with disabilities all during the day. I'm not trying to do it after work, damn it. <laughs> no. Anyways, it was fun, so look forward to that. But in the meantime, in between these dirty chads, guess what? We're going to keep dropping some bonus episodes. So that's what is went out this week a bonus Wednesday episode. So we're going to keep giving y'all those on Patreon. So subscribe if you have it. And let's go ahead and read those new Patreons. We got Adam Henderson, Carrie, Hope Henderson, Booby Bottleberg, Heatherfield, Heatherfield, Amanda Brown, Lane Price, Megan Dulock, Brittany Wilson, Nino46. Is paying pounds? Nino, are you from... <gasps> Another country that pays in pounds? Anyways, we're so excited to have all the new Patreons. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And you're getting a new episode this week. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a Blend Jets. You can do that if you go into blendjet.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. 
They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one mm, how was with it? some chia seed. It wasn't chunky or anything? It was very smooth. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. Oh, so this is a great alternative. I love it. Um, it is battery powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my gosh. I love battery-powered things. Go to Blendjet's and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. I'm your puzzle pal, and I'm going to tell you about my latest obsession, Wongo Puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, BHH, you get 10% off. And I really wanna know if you'll order one of these puzzles, how would you think about it? Because it's so fun and I need to order like five. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy. Forget about the Gatorade, that just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's, if you don't not like the taste of water, it's not as boring as water, not as sugary as the sports drink. And if you're an athlete, it'll give you the best performance. Or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated. Brain frog? Brain fog. <laughs> the brain solution frog. is... Cure hydration. So go to that link, enter the code. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. Cure hydration.
What's the story about? Where are we going? What are we doing? Okay. <clears throat> we're going to Russia. We're going to have some svatka. And we're going to talk about a Russian... Svetka? Serial killer. Serial killer. So this guy's a little different. He does not really have an M.O. Why? He kind of just hopped around, uh, you know, he just... Opportunist? Yeah, kind of. He had like a a sort of a type, but he would stray from it a lot. And then he would change up his way of the murders. and. Oh, all those are hard to find. Well, this is Alexander Picheshkin. Mm. Is that going to change every Say time? Say it again. Yes. Pushkin. Pikhushkin. Okay. Pikhushkin. Okay. Bless you. They're about to come and get us. AKA, you may have heard of him. He is known as the chessboard killer. April, do you know how many spots are on a chessboard? Nope. Hmm. Never played it. You play it, though, don't you? Chess? I thought you had a chess thing on your table at one point. Dirty Chad used to play it. I think that was Mackenzie Childs. <laughs> Who is there? <laughs> Who is I Mackenzie Childs? I think that was Giles? a Mackenzie Childs tray. Oh, uh, what is that? <laughs> it's a it's just a it she just has like fur, like like um the items that she sells at oh. like Seronia and like, oh. places like that. It's like a does it checkered. look like chessboard? <laughs> yes, oh. it's black and white checkered. <laughs> okay. A checkerboard is a chessboard. They they're the yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. I have learned how to play chess once before. Okay. Like, I think my stepdad's dad taught me a long, 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 long time ago. And I knew how to play. I would play. Like I knew what the moves were and all this stuff. And you lost it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if you don't keep playing, keep playing. you'll totally forget or you just kind of black out. Yeah. So that's what I did. But Alexander Pachishkin, he knew how to play some chess. He was born April 9th, 1974. He was an Aries. Oh, you were working on your horoscopes there? Hmm. And this is the city he was born in, which I cannot pronounce, but I'll try it one time. My Tishkchi, and which is just northeast of Moscow. Okay. And... So it's just a short drive away, but a lot of people who lived in the city, my Tchitschi, <laughs> called it Jopamita. Why do you do which this to yourself? translates as butthole of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so he lived with his mother, who is an alcoholic, and his younger sister, half-sister, her husband, and their son. And they all lived in a two-bedroom apartment. And the father had abandoned the family. Oh, all great things many, that make a great person. How many red flags do you have at this point? Mm. The two <laughs> bedrooms kind of scaring me. Where does he sleep? If he if there's two bedrooms, there's two bedrooms. I'm with his mama, right? But when his mom's an alcoholic, so she's probably gone all the time. So he probably just like no, she comes home and crawls in the bed drunk with him. Oh hell, that's probably true, but. You know what, April? I'm about to give you another red flag because initially Alex Ander, I'm gonna call him Alex Alexander. I can stick with that. Pajeshkoffy, he was a social child, but 
when he turned four and he was four years old, he had little Alex fell off the swing. Oh, head trauma. He fell off the swing and not only did he fall off the swing, but the swing came back and hit him again twice. <laughs> oh, man. So he not only did he get damaged to his frontal cortex, <sighs> he also developed a misshapen forehead. Uh. <laughs> I'm laughing because this guy is terrible. So swing swinging back and forth hits him hits him again what kind of was this, uh, this steel was like swing? A, i think it had spikes on it i don't know what kind of spike swing he was on but he was on some kind of like it was probably some bdsm swing at his house like his mom had oh his mom oh my gosh it was that's their exactly swing right it was a sex, sex swing. swing they did they left that part out that i'll add that in wikipedia um so he so he had uh he had this he had injured part of his brain and so it was he he couldn't control his impulses and he was get aggressive you know like if you're foot you know football player concussions and all that stuff all those type of brain injuries i guess like we said this was quite a swing this was some some like that's some pig like that's some swing (laughs) okay so you know what it's you think okay here we go it's gonna get better no Life got worse because then he started school and he had learning disabilities. Uh. So not only that he started to get bullied physically, verbally, he has a dent in his head. He has a disability. He is just getting made fun of. Left so and much right. commonalities. But he is he gets so uh, made fun of. They start calling him, quote, that retard oh back then yeah you know and so he eventually would just start to get so angry so fast like so they knew they could push his buttons and that was how it pushed him that really caused him to get angry and they liked him to get really mad and cause a scene and eventually one day he said he he was like talking to the kids and he was like this is gonna result in dire consequences dire dire so finally his mom took him out of school like every good mother would do mm-hmm. but Gaines mom she took him not she didn't homeschool him she sent him to a school with kids with special needs and i don't think he's special needs he just has a learning, learning disability. disability yeah lord jesus so neighbors of him they were like oh he was always a polite kid you know he's polite he had he loved animals. Okay, that's good. Especially dogs. Okay. But he was very devastated when his cat died. Uh, so that's a bad sign. red flag. So even though he had these learning disabilities, he was really good at chess. And his grandfather was like, that school that, that your mom sent you to is doing no good for you. You're not learning anything. Yeah. And you're great at chess. <laughs> and you should come and play chess with me at the park. And he's like, so he's like, oh my gosh, you're, he's noticing his abilities and he's like, he's probably really good cognitively. It's just when it's time to do the academics, there's a misfire. Yeah. And he's got a tin in his head. So he got so into chess, he would go with, go to the park and play chess. So that this park is called, um, 
Vista Park, and this is a humongous park. It is four times the size of Central Park in, from in New oh. York. So it's a very large park where you could probably hide a lot of things. Hmm. I don't know what, but you could hide things. So he started, he got to where he was really good. He was outstanding. He was winning. He was just beating all these people. And he would, any uh, emotional energy, like any anger or whatever, he would take it out on his chest game. Yay. Yeah. So, unfortunately. Grandpa he, died. Grandpa died. Oh, man. This is like did, another one. Uh-huh, did this Nielsen. Yes, yes. Did they put him on his kitchen table? Yes. No. <laughs> No. Did no. he eat his ashes? No, no. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, okay. No, no, no. But he did have to go move back in with his mom, and his mom enrolled him back into school. Back to the- Back to the school. Special school? No, regular school. Okay. So, but he was very, very upset about this because he was- That was like, the one that person was, his, was good to him. Yes. Oh, goodness. He's going to kill women. Well, no. No, that's why he- this Oh, because he's, he's random. Yeah. So he he decided he needed to find a way to ease the pain of the death and and to get rid of his aggression. So what do you do? You turn to alcohol. Svodka. Is it that brand? No, it's just I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly his brand okay. of choice, but he decided to turn to vodka. So he would continue to go play chess. He would and he he would go play at Vista Park. And it was around this time he kept going out there and he started to like get, he was like getting a little bit more sinister. Okay, and let's count them. Psycho mom. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, uh, head trauma. Mom. So head trauma, how, alcoholic mama, absent father. Bullied. Made f- bullied. And then it's either high IQ or learning disability. So he's got the learning disability. Then there was the death in the family. And then now it's the, um, yeah, the The alcohol, the drinking. So that's like seven. Yes. I mean, those are like the the serial killer, like, commonalities. Yeah, we haven't even got to the, but you know what? He never harmed animals. Mm. Or pee in the bed. Well, as far as we know, he probably did. Well, he slept with his mom, maybe, so he probably... She probably peed in the bed for him. She peed on him. She's, like, so drunk, she peed on the bed. So he starts going, and he starts, like, I need to do something, like, sinister. I don't know. I got, I'm getting a craving for this. And so, like, randomly when he would... And children weren't his thing, but he just wanted to, like, have control over something. So if he would see kids in the park, he would take the his video camera with him, and he would get the kid. And one time with one of the kids... He held up the kid by his leg, by one leg, upside down, and said into the camera, you are in my power now. I am going to drop you from the window, and you will fall 15 meters to your death. What? I don't know where the window came from, but I don't know why he's just holding people by their feet. Okay, so this is just like he starts doing this, and then he watches the videos of him doing this, and that kind of like he gets oh. like off on that. Like he's like, oh, yeah, I have power over them, and they listen to me. It's kind of like the bull- person who's bullied, and now you're getting yeah. bully people yeah. and the kids. It's a normal thing. But unfortunately, in 1992, this was not enough. That, yeah, Mm-mm. he had to graduate. Yeah, he had to graduate. And I know I asked you earlier, and I didn't answer how many – Squares are on a chessboard. Can I just guess? Yeah. Mm, 
I will say 48. I was going to guess 48. I think that's 60. a great number, and I would have guessed that in my head. Okay. Is it more or less? It's more. 64. 64. 64. So his goal was to kill 64 people. Does he meet it? No. Don't tell me. So his first murder, this is the first victim, July 1992. He was 18 years old. So what he would do was he this for this particular one he would he was arranging to meet up with a classmate one of his classmates a guy classmate I am not I'm gonna try to say his name because I cannot um, and he and the classmate and him were like hey we're gonna we're gonna together kill these sixty four people so we can fill up our chessboard and the friend is like yeah that's cool so they meet in the park they get what? to the park yes. how do you just find a friend that just agrees to that yeah I don't know I mean he just just I guess it was his bestie. Yeah. And they were like, let's do this. We're ride or die. Okay. We're ride or die. So then when his friend got there and they met and then they start talking about it, the friend is like, no, no. I'm, I'm actually, no, no. Mm-mm. Bet, but no bet. I'm done. Uh-uh. Alex was pissed, though. He was like, you've teased me now. Oh. And so he sh- decided that he would strangle him and throw his body in the sewer. That's a good park. alternative. Yeah. I mean, just don't don't just block them on Facebook. No, he was pissed. He's like, I'm strangling you, and you're going straight to the sewer. First victim. Then he just goes back home, and he's like, all right, that's fine. So he's dead. Like, he didn't just choke him and push him. he's dead. There was no body found. Okay? So then there's this disappearance of the classmate, and police start getting involved, and then they have some witnesses. The witnesses were like, oh, I did see... The last person I saw this classmate guy with was Petrovskov. Wait, his classmate best friend or it's another cla- classmate? Same guy, same okay. person. Classmate okay. slash best friend guy, okay. classmate. Witness says that they saw the, the last person the classmate was with was Alex, Alexander. And so then the police go over to Alex's house. He is later. This was three days after the after he killed him. Mm-hmm. Police get him. They take him in for questioning. Alex confirmed that he did meet with the guy, but said that he left him unharmed in the park. Like he just left him. Like he did. There was he just no idea. Mm-hmm. No idea. And police didn't have any evidence, and they didn't have any body, so he's released. He got him. So after that, I think kind of worried him because he was like, "Man, I, I guess I almost got caught." And so then he took several years off. So that was ninety two. And then it wasn't until 96 when Russia suspended the death penalty. And then he's like, oh, I, I think this is it's my a call- good time. This is my calling. This is my sign. This is this is my <laughs> sign. And just wait until I tell you his signature sign. Oh. It's a good one. Um, so he the, this was a, between like 2021 and 20. Oh, no, no, yesterday. No, 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 no. 2001. Oh, not yesterday. <laughs> Just Which 20 years different. <laughs> feel like it was yesterday. So he would mostly, he was mostly into older homeless men. It was nothing sexual. Okay. He was just. They're available. They were easy targets. Yeah. So he would go up to them at the park and be like, hey, you want to get shit based on vodka? I mean, he's like, basically, that's Zvod- basically what he uh-huh. said. Svodka. Free vodka to a homeless person? Oh, for sure. And so he was like, okay, well, let's take a walk and let's go 
my dog is buried over there. Let's go to his grave and let's like have a toast to my dog or whatever. And then they're like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Like, that's normal. <laughs> you would go. <laughs> a dog? What's your and dog say? The actual dog grave was in the uh, buried He went line. No, he was. He was. <laughs> so on May 17th, 2001. Pachescroft is in the park playing chess with this 52-year-old guy. And at the end of the game, Alex is like, you want to take a walk with me? Let's go. Come on, take a walk with me. I got some shvodka. And it's actually the anniversary of my dog's death. And he's buried just over there. So can you just walk with me over there? And the guy's like, yeah. I mean, so they're they're in this isolated area. And then they have a... They pour a little toast. They have a to- uh, vodka toast. They pour one out. And uh, I guess the guy turns, looks at the grave, and here comes Petreskov with, psh, smacks him over the head with the vodka bottle. Straight up handle. Wow. You know it's not a plastic vodka bottle. It's glass. It's glass. So he hits him over the head with the bottle. Once the man is dead, he throws his body into a well. Oh. A nearby they well. They have those. They have wells. So, between May 2001 and September 2005, so four years, over four years, he would attack 36 people, but three of these people survived. Okay. Using his dog as bait. Offering vodka. (laughs) Your two favorite things, dogs and vodka. Caroline be dead. I would be in the sewer. (laughs) Caroline gone. Straight up. So he would approach these homeless people. Most of, and I say most of them were elderly homeless people. Men. Yes. And he would offer the drink, share the drink, walk, kill him, hit him in the back of the head. He would, sometimes he'd use the hammer. And that's crazy because he loved his grandpa so much. Why would you kill people like your grandpa? I don't know. Elderly men. I'm, I'm assuming. He's detached. They were the only well, I don't know who else plays chess in a park. I, I'm so oh. confused about that. But so he was playing chess with homeless people. I think so. Okay. He probably. I mean, there could have been like a chess club that met in the park, but then also when the homeless he people. put like probably would see all the homeless people walk by, and then he just wanted to kill people, and he was like, "Oh, they don't have a life, so I'll kill them." Yeah. Or he probably invited them to play, and maybe they felt very welcome. <laughs> and so. Yeah, he would he would typically strike the person in the back of the head with a hammer or with a bottle. And that was his big thing. But and nothing else would happen. It's just blunt force trauma and then well, his trademark became pushing the vodka bottle into the gaping wounds of their skulls. <sighs> Kind of like when you have like a watermelon, like and you poke the hole out of it and you pour the vodka in the watermelon. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, oh, I mean, that's kind of why I, I just thought that would. Ouch. And then he would push them into the sewage canal to drown. Mm-mm. The poop canal. Mm-mm. But his sign was the vodka bottle. Thing. Yeah. This machine. So then head. just these homeless people were turning up with vodka <laughs> bottles pushed into their head. Wonder if there's any vodka left in the bottle. He better have finished it. Cause you know they can just pull that shit out and just go back drinking. 
good. <laughs> so he would. The reason he tagged the people from behind is obviously to catch him by surprise, but he didn't want to get blood on him. He didn't want to spill any blood. Okay. Ow. And 10 of his victims lived in the same apartment complex that he lived in with his wife. Oh, he was not even smart. He was not. So in June 2006. Oh, so this is it's five not- years. Like, so 2001 was when he started back again, right? Yes. And now it's 2006. So, yeah. so he's because he going had 36 for a bit. victims between 2001 and 2005. So then he's it, got a good little range. Yeah, there's this one's called the open period. So from October 2005 to his final murder in 2006, June 2006. Okay. He offered to go for a walk with his 36-year-old co-worker, Marina Moscow Yova. Mm, good job. Right? Nailed that shit. Um, she was a little sus of him, but she agreed to go. And before she left, she wrote a note to her son letting him know that she went for a walk with Alexandra Pachesco. Good job. And left his phone number. He knew she was doing that. He was aware of it. He was unbothered. Hmm. Unbothered. Bothered. So, Marina's body was then discovered. He was ready to be in Bitsa Park on June fourteenth, two thousand six, complete with his trademark injuries. <clears throat> Do you want me to tell you about the tiny snakes that were hammered into her skull around her eyes? Oh, her yeah, that's what I thought. Tiny little snakes were hammered, not like food snakes, like wood snakes. <laughs> well, I- figured <laughs> uh where'd that come from so he was really mad at the woman that yes. was overkill on her tiny wooden stakes not food around her eyes into her skull jammed anyway so then a moscow metro 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 like a subway ticket yeah. or something was found in her possession, that's what led the authorities to review the surveillance camera footage from the metro system, which saw her sitting on a bench, and she um, was, I think she had just broken up with, or her and her boyfriend had just, is that this one or this other one? Um, but they saw that, they saw them, the two of them together, and that they were walking together, and it was just a few hours before she was murdered, or before her death. So they knew that it was him. He was on the footage. So they arrest him. This, then he led, so he's arrested. He then leads the police officers to the scene of all the other ones, all of his crimes. They didn't even know. And demonstrated how the murders were committed. He was ready to be caught. Apparently in Russia, that is a regular part of the criminal investigation is you have to go and reenact your crimes in great detail. Oh, that's what he wanted. He wanted to show. <clears throat> so he also revealed that some of the murders committed were um, not done using his preferred method. And some of them, which was like the blow to the head, some of them he just threw in the sewer. Uh, and one of them that he threw in the sewer without beating without hitting them on upside the head just threw them in there i guess to die uh 
one of them survived. And I'm going to tell you that story in a second. Because this lady had they to found like, crawl out of the poop. Oh. So he killed he killed the he killed older men he killed one child he killed younger guys he killed middle-aged people but only three women were involved in anything mm. so it's completely but only killed one one one, one child but one, two women three three, three women, women were but one of them lived because she yeah. crawled out of the poop i know i know yeah yeah she crawled out so yeah one one of the women was the one one that he killed was the with stakes. the stakes, and um, he was very sadistic. He was said to get like a he would, he said he got a sexual buzz out of it, and he also admitted that it gave him a perpetual orgasm. Oh, Which I wonder what he was nice. getting out of it. I, I, I mean, besides the control, but I know it's I such a quick like push and go, like hit. Hit and push and, and yeah, done. You're not like, doing you don't any... spend it any time. But he seems like he them. spent more time putting those stakes in that lady's eyes. Going to the same crime scene. Maybe that's like what. At this big, huge park. He also said that when deciding on his victims, on whether they should live or die, that made him feel like God. And he said, oh. in all cases, I killed for only one reason. I killed in order to live because when you kill, you want to live for me. Life without murder is like life without food for you. I felt (laughs) like the father of all these people since it was me who opened the door for them into another world. Oh my gosh. We are going to let the unburdened and the burdened be unburdened. They're the burdened, so he made them unburdened by killing them. He's basically just doing what? Helping them. Yeah. He's just what a living, sicko. Out, living out the life. Wow. And so let me tell you about the survivor. So on February 23rd, 2002. Okay. He lured a pregnant saleswoman. She was three, I believe she was three months pregnant. Was he good? Lo- no, he wasn't good looking. No, he had the dent in his head. He was we- real horrible looking. Why are these people just going on walks with him? I don't know. She, they all love dogs, and that was the problem. They're all dog lovers. Well, if somebody said, do you want to go walk with me to my dog's grave, I would be like, no. <laughs> Why does your dog have a grave anyway? My dog is, li- if my dog was dead, he'd be stuffed sitting on my mantle, staring at me daily. <laughs> Or he'd be like in a locket. Then nobody would ever come with, to your uh, house with all my with all of his ashes inside, always attached to me. Police swallow a little bit each day. Oh, I spit at the grave. <laughs> Give me some vodka. Nineteen year old. This chick was nineteen years oh. old. She was nineteen, three months pregnant when she ran into this Petresky, Petreskov, and she was the one that was sitting at the station. And she had recently had an argument, fight, breakup, whatever, with her boyfriend. So she was a bit distraught. And so he comes and sits next to her, all planning it all out in his head. He was not trying to cope with her. He was trying to hunt a victim. And so he said that that men were easily lured by alcohol. But women, they needed a financial interest. Okay. So what, what was the interest? Well... He had 
a stash of stolen cameras, contraband. And he was going to give her some of these cameras and she was going to be able to sell them and make money. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, listen. I'm trying to tell you right now, you never never get anything free in this life. So don't be trying to act like you're going to go get these free stolen cameras and and you're going to make money from it because this guy is probably going to push you down a well. And that's exactly what he did. She's all, who, first of all, what, who cares about a damn camera? What's it? Is this gold? Is the camera? It's probably one of those like. Young and pregnant and desperate. Oh my gosh. This isn't that long ago. And I, I tried to act like it was the sixties with that camera motion I did. And this was 2005 or six. (sighs) so he does what he does and she is loving the cameras and he's like come on girl let's go and he takes her over and there's like this well this brick well and there's like has like a lid on it a big old lid and he was like opens the lid and he's like take a look inside it puts the lotion on take a look inside (laughs) and she leaned over to take a look inside and he just pushed her in oh he tried to push her in, but she fought and she held onto the lid and was and was like, no, 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 no. He grabs her hair. He tries to bash her head on the lid. And at this point, she says she later says because she survived. She said, I realized that he would kill me like this. So I let go. Uh, so she let go of the lid and just went straight into the sh- shit. Uh, so he yells at her. Take a bath there. I mean, he's real good with these lines. <laughs> like, what? I thought water was at the bottom of a well, like well, fresh well water. It's like the best water you I can know, drink. But this is this is um, a sewage well. I don't oh, know. I okay. don't know anything about tunnels, Russia, or Russia, or <laughs> sewage poop sewage. Is it like? The drain that drains the water down the street. Let's, I don't know. Exactly. So she's, she, all she wants is cameras. Well, no, she fell 30 feet before she landed in the sewage water. And that was, she's like, there's this pipe. There's all these things that are like passing by her and she gets caught up on this pipe, but she manages to grab onto the wall and scale it like the prisoner in Pennsylvania. Basically. I think a poop ladder came out of nowhere and she crawled up it. Well, the wells aren't very wide, so maybe she just could have like scaled it. She probably it did. Up. That's exactly what she did. She placed her hand. She had her been feet. able to do she that. She literally did what the prisoner did. <laughs> she it says she placed her hands and feet on the side of the drain. I'm gonna say well, and she just scurried up like yeah, a, like she shimmied up. She did a de, she Devante did a Cavacante. Walk. The, fuck that age. <laughs> fuck this age. <laughs> so if she had not done that, she would have been dragged to the end of the pipe where she would have drowned. But she climbed out using this ladder. She was just too weak to open the lid. And luckily, a passerby heard her yelling. Oh, my goodness. And opened up the poop lid and found her. And mm. she was able to get out of it. But listen to this twist the authorities forced her to sign a statement saying that she slipped down the well by herself they didn't even believe her 
It wasn't until Pacheski finally was arrested and under suspicion of 48 murders, she was uh, she was able to identify him as her attacker. Oh, now you want my help. Run me my money. Run me some money if you want me to testify. Mm -hmm. 48 is what he got to? 48. So in uh, October 24th, 2007, 49 murders, three attempted murders, and he asked the court to add an additional, I don't know math, an additional 11 victims to his body count. So that he can get a 64. (laughs) I bet. No, that would nine plus eleven is sixty. Plus there was three, so that doesn't even equal sixty-four. He got bad math. Bringing his claim death toll to sixty with three surviving victims. I don't know why he wouldn't want to go for the sixty-four. I'm actually pissed about that because that's what it says. The one that got away. I guess the one that got away was. So he's counting everybody that he ever attempted. Okay, so he's counting. The three that got away, the 48, but he's adding on 11. <laughs> All he had to do is just I keep bet- doing what he was doing and he would have got his 64 because they had no idea. No. No idea. He just got bored and he wanted some attention. So the Russian people hate him so much. During the trial, he was housed in a glass cage. For his own protection. Like <laughs> off. They have to roll him out. Like off of um, Sons of the Lambs. They just had air air holes so he could breathe. Yes. And gave him his food through a little yes. drawer. Yes, Clarice. Yes, Clarice. <laughs> so. I need pictures of that. <laughs> he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison with um, 15 years to be spent in solitary confinement. So he appealed his sentencing, claiming it was too harsh. He asked for a reduction, but then as of 2017, which kind of was yesterday, he is spending those days in sol- I don't know how many days in solitary. He, I guess he's still in solitary confinement. Yeah, because if it was 2007 and he has 15 years, this episode is too much math right now. So he is currently there in solitary confinement at the Arctic Penal Colony. Penal? <laughs> Penal. <laughs> Did you just say penal? <laughs> and that is the story of the chessboard killer Alexander Pichushkin, Pichoshki, Pucheski. Now he's from West. Now he's from West, <laughs> and now he's probably my uncle. So there you have it. I'm gonna listen to how he's changed his name forty <laughs> can times. Make, can we make a clip <laughs> of every? Of every he said his I name. want you to. You time, need to do that. Okay, but you timestamp. Send me every time to I say it, and I'll clip it all out. Oh my goodness! I'll spend at least a good he day went from Russian to Czech. <laughs> yeah, he went to ch- Russian. He changes ethnicity every, like every time he said his name. I feel like though I'm kind of well. I guess are are they similar Russian and Czech? Hey, quit asking me all these questions about geography and pounds. Do I need a and culture? Send I don't you know. A, uh, like a prep. Do we need to prep about my questions? Because actually, I, you think I'm going to prep a question? Because I don't even know. Don't what ask about me about ask. math. No. Don't ask me about any of that. No. That was a good story. <laughs> and he would have been impossible to catch because he's so random. 
and he could have kept going and got his goal. I'm, I'm he very got bored with, with his own self. Well, because he and wanted attention. It was just he wasn't doing anything exciting. He wasn't like holding, like kidnapping anybody. He wasn't tor- really torturing. I mean, he probably wasn't even knives, getting off. I'm really wondering what's up with the lady with the stakes in her eyeballs. Like what? he just was thinking of something to do. Yeah, he was like, well, I don't, I I'm tired do of this. puzzling. I'm tired of painting. I'm just gonna start putting stakes around people's eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's a natural progression. Oh my goodness! Okay, good stuff. We've gone to Russia now. We have officially gone to Russia. Covered so many countries. My brother-in-law plays in Boston, Massachusetts. Two shits this weekend. However you say it. So my in-laws were going to get a plane ticket to go to Massachusetts. (laughs) However you say it. So my father-in-law is old, like he's old, 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 old in country. But my mother-in-law is young, like Sweepy's age. So big age difference. So she just texts me oh, and said, hell. Terry doesn't want to go because he's scared there's a hurricane coming. And we're going to get to stuck. Massachusetts? <laughs> is there, is, is there a way a hurricane that there could was... come to Massachusetts? And I'm laughing well, because it sounds ridiculous. Exactly where Massachusetts is. Is it by somewhere where a hurricane well, I mean, it's on could the be? East Coast, so it could be. I guess <laughs> just if it sounds comes out of like funny. where Florida is, if it came higher than Florida, like sometimes they hit the Carolinas. But in Boston? Boston? <laughs> tripping. Does he have Alzheimer's? Does he have a condition? No. No, he doesn't have a condition. Sometimes Listen. he does. Sometimes he does. No. This is how I'm going to die. <laughs> if next week there is a hurricane that hits Boston. <laughs> so he doesn't want to get stuck. <laughs> Wait, I do. It is there is a hurricane close to in the Boston? Edge. No, but it is very close to the edge. Oh, but it's up near Nan. No, not Nan. It's like close to New York, Maine. That's that's Massachusetts. Oh, it is close to the edge. It's so it's so- not unheard of. But is there a hurricane coming? Well, I guess there probably is hurricane there's probably not but he just thinks which because ocean it's so is that close. atlantic pacific northern southern L- look at these questions what? now there you go all i'll know is the gulf of mexico <laughs> 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 anyways i thought guys history people tell us if you watch the weather is there a hurricane coming i do watch the weather but let me tell you this? I just think that is hilarious because that is so like him. He's the one that's saying. It's the Atlantic. He's the one that's saying, ain't no Santa, ain't no Claus, ain't nobody but Jamal and Paul. So if that tells you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> much, oh, my gosh. Advisory North. The National Hurricane Center is issuing advisories for the Atlantic. <gasps> oh, I laughed at him for no reason. Oh, no. It's. It's Nigel, but Nigel's not even close. Nigel's not even close. He's going. Is he going down? That that's Nigel. Mm-hmm. Where's he going? To Boston, from Texas to Boston. But look at that. That's not Texas. Though. Look at all the disturbances. Oh yeah, we got a fifty percent disturbance here. We got a sixteen percent <laughs> disturbance here. Yeah, they might want to stay. Yeah, we got to tell them. We did our research. Or up the insurance, is what I'm going to say. 
Yep. Stay here. We're going to up your life insurance. Low pressure. Y'all, we hope you enjoyed that episode and a little bit of our Our weather experience afterwards. We're basically newscasters. I'm going to add that shit to my resume. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week for a quickie and another full episode. And go on and rate us and sign up for Patreon and send us a review. And that is it. Send this episode to a couple of friends and tell them, go to Russia. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, stay wild, always, always be be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye, Pachashki. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. Un podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the the Cover Cover Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure, for <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.